Denver, Miami, game three tonight. Keys to victory, most important player. I got questions, they got answers. Also, Messi to Miami and a rise to 401. Kim Messi's soccer. That's soccer. Soccer? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Flash. Soccer. Game more between you. Game three. I don't need to say anything more than that. Okay, maybe just one news update. Tyler Hero not cleared to play for Miami. There was some thought he'd be able to go once the series returned to South Florida. Not the case for tonight. Monica McNutt, around the horn to you. Who you got and what is the key to victory tonight? I think, Tony, I think Denver is going to respond after their head coach gave them 17 clips of which they were subpar that he said <laughs> translated to 40 points that they gave up in game two. Um, as much as we're going to talk about Jokic being able to get assists and find and connect his other teammates offensively, this thing is really about Denver's defense. Are they going to step up and put up some real resistance to what the Heat are trying to do? They've let them shoot better than 60% in the last two fourth quarters. But you're going to the, the film room motivation. Say that again. Michael Malone had 17 clips that he showed his Nuggets team. Unbelievable. Harry Lyles Jr., <laughs> your key to victory tonight. Who you got? I'm going with the Nuggets as well because of the same thing. But for me, it's really about the energy, which is a little bit concerning because if you're the Denver Nuggets, Mike Malone said this, Michael Porter said this, that they were lacking energy. Dude, it's the NBA Finals. <laughs> if you don't have energy now, like when are you going to have it, right? Yeah. But you show these 17 clips where you have personnel issues, guarding issues, you're you know fouling without just defending somebody. I think you fix a lot of that defensively if you do play with better energy. And then when you do do that, some of that turns into offense, which they also need to fix because Miami has held them to their lowest pace throughout this postseason, 80, I'm sorry, 89.8 possessions even though it's a two-game sample that's been their lowest by five possessions this entire postseason so if they fix the defense the offense will come fix too. the defense play faster equals a Denver win according to Harry Lyles Jr. Tim Kalashaw keys to victory tonight I I gotta be honest I watched 17 clips of me on yesterday's show and it was pretty good <laughs> so I don't know what was so bad about all that now let me hold on there hold on there let me say this this is the first Miami Heat home game home finals game since 2014, those fans got used to seeing them year after year with LeBron and D-Wade. They've waited a long time, nine years for this night. Everybody thinks Miami played a great game in game two. Caleb Martin scored three points in each of the first two games. He was scoring 20 a night against Boston. He can still step up. Duncan Robinson can score outside that two-minute window at the start of the fourth quarter where he got all 10 points. I think Miami's in for a big night and a big win. Mm. All right, that's two for Denver, one for Miami. Bill Plaschke, uh, keys Tim, to victory don't, don't, tonight. Don't give me that. Don't give me that home court stuff, Tim. The Laker fans had waited ten years for a po for a, a big postseason. The Nuggets came in and just wiped them out. Uh, it's so not about. It's not okay. It's not about the Lakers, please. It's not, it's not about Lakers. It's not about. <laughs> All right, here's the here's the key stat: fifty-two times in NBA history, a player has scored forty or more points in at least three postseason games. Only one of those players is winless in those games, and that's Jokic. Mm -hmm. He's 0-4 when he scores more than 40 points. He cannot be their leading scorer tonight. They have to get involved. Denver's going to win because he's going to get Jamal Murray, who had his worst game in a month, involved. He's going to get MPJ involved. He's going to get KCP involved. Any other anachronism involved. <laughs> he's he's, he, he's going to get them all involved. 
they're going to win. They've all been MIA in some way versus MIA. Uh, Plasky, oh, good one, you, you, you walked us to the point, though, Spolster, uh, Spolster excuse me, said after the game, and it was about the untrained eye. This was to our, our dear friend Ramona Shelbert, and that it's not about just points or assists for Jokic because everything is so complicated. But your view of it? Well, my view is that was a weak and arrogant answer he gave to Ramona, by the way, and I heard he apologized, and he should. That, that's beneath him. But, but no, I, I, I think Jokic, I think he can focus more on his teammates, focus more on, on, ha- on wearing them down. And Jamal Murray is, is going to wear down Jimmy Butler. Butler guarded him tremendously in game two. He can't keep up okay, that energy. Okay, so you're doubting score. Jimmy Butler on the defensive end? Is that what's happening yes. for Plaza 1? Kyle, yes, come back am. in. Oh. You know, you can show Denver all the clips you want of game two. Michael Porter, and I say this as a Missouri fan who loved the two or three games he played there, Michael Porter is still not going to be able <laughs> to guard people, and that's going to continue to be a liability for the Nuggets. show, you are cold. Uh, Monica McNutt, last word after the horn. Uh, I will just say that as much as when you look at Jokic's assist numbers, that's about the other four guys on the floor playing with more physicality and force. The way you saw Miami completely stunt their cuts and, and not allow those guys to be available in game two, I think Denver has the advantage because they've now seen what Miami's defense is going to do and they can adjust. Michael Porter Jr., three games at Missouri. So way off there, Kalashaw. <laughs> I said two or three games. We'll move on. Day two post-PGA live merger. Let's talk about that. It's impossible to say the dust is settling because it's very much still in the air and it's closer to nuclear fallout. It's air quality like New York City today. While live golfers were taking a victory lap yesterday, PGA players and the commissioner met. It reportedly got heated. Players calling Jay Monahan, the commissioner, a hypocrite. Reportedly, it was a 90 to 10 split, 90 negative to the merger, and there were calls for new leadership. That was yesterday. Today, I'm here to ask, are you sensing a different tune and tone from players? Good for the game of golf. It's been a sentence we've heard. It's gaining steam from players and is being repeated. And here's Rory McIlroy today. Honestly, I've just resigned myself to the fact that this is, you know, this is what's going to happen. Like, this is, it's, it's, very hard to keep up with people that have more money than anyone else. <laughs> if you're thinking about some, you know, one of the biggest sovereign wealth funds in the world, would you rather have them as a partner or, the, or an enemy? Um, at the end of the day, money talks and you'd rather have them as a partner. I still hate live. Like, I hate live. Tim, there's resignation there from Rory. There, there's hate, as he said. He also said it would be, in the end, good for the game of golf. How do you hear Rory? I mean, I think it's an honest answer. I think he's troubled by it. But as he said, it's coming. Uh, He knows the PGA Tour in this economy, in this country, has trouble at a lot of its, especially its mid-level tournaments, getting sponsors these days. There aren't companies just ready to throw millions of dollars around the way there were a few years back. The, The Saudi fund can throw around billions if they choose to. And I guess as far as being a partner rather than an enemy, uh, that can be viewed as a good thing. I just hate that Phil Mickelson is going to be viewed as this visionary now when really all he ever did was leave for the money because of his stupid gambling debts and the things that he had you know, incurred on his own. And now some of these guys are going to look like profits uh, for, for bringing the two together. I don't think it'll be a wildly different league overall. I just think it'll be they'll get the good players back in the PGA. Bill Plasky, how'd you hear Rory McIlroy there? Could we at least have one day of outrage? Could we at least have one day of a player saying, how can they sell the game to a morally bankrupt country? 
No, I think Rory's just he's 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 saying everybody's got their price, and these golfers have their price, and so the Saudis bought it, and everybody's going to fall in line now. I guarantee, because Rory was the poster child for the last year for outrage against the, the Saudis and against LIV. Now that that's all going to change, and everybody's going to follow him. And I'm disappointed. I would like to see at least a little bit of self-awareness and, and a little bit of conscience here from one of the players, and before completely giving into the money. But no, they're giving into the money. They're going to follow Rory. This is interesting, a- Bill, because, well, we had Tim on yesterday, but I'll, I'll bring it back to you and your first initial reaction then to the news. Because when we talked about it yesterday, everybody was so unsettled. This is beyond parallel and the pale, I think, as all reporters said yesterday, your view of it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was, you know, shocked and stunned and disappointed. I mean, the hypocrisy is incredible of the PGA, and they didn't need to do this. And I'm stunned at this, and I wish more players would come out and say that. But if Rory's not saying it, nobody's going to say it. Monica McNutt? I mean, I just wish I had the clear announcement from uh, the commissioner on what exactly has changed. Like, a number of times he talked about having the right to change his mind based on the facts and the information that he had. Like, we all can deduce that it's money, but I haven't necessarily heard a clean, clear statement from leadership in terms of how we got here. I do think it's good to have the best players playing together again, but... I still have questions, even though I think we understand. And Harry Lyles Jr. on Rory McIlroy specifically today. Yeah, I thought he said all the things that you would probably expect him to say. He did sound resigned, which he said that he was. He said he felt like a sacrificial lamb. Uh, he said that he still hated live and fully expected that it would not be a thing moving forward in the future. Um, to Bill's point, I think the reason why a lot of players didn't show more outrage and haven't, and he hasn't won, something that stood out about what he said was that it seems like he got a heads up that this was happening a lot sooner than other people did. Um, and I think the other piece of that is that a lot of the players that were taking a stance on this, it seemed a lot less about morals for them and more about loyalty to the tour. And I think that's why you have the more closed door yelling at Jay Monahan than you have the more outward things. And that's also why you have Rory giving the company line now of this is better for the game. Right. So that's something everyone's recognizing now. There's a company line. And just to correct one thing, I believe mm-hmm. there was some sentiment thought that Rory may have known in advance because he had piped down a little bit with the PGA versus Live dynamic. But the reporting now is that he and Tiger Woods found out maybe seconds before other people, but that morning, just like every other player did. And I want to get back to the the meeting between players and commissioners, Tim. The idea that there were some voices for new leadership. There could could you imagine a world where PGA tour players say, you know what? We have to go in a different direction, or we have to unionize, or we, this is not, we want to be in control of our own future in this regard. Well, I mean, players like Rory and Justin Thomas, John Rahm, these guys who stayed, they'd have been worth $100 million or more on the Live Tour, and I'm sure they all got those same offers, and they were encouraged to stay and fight the good fight uh, against this horrible fund, the way the PGA portrayed it, and now the PGA is gladly taking that money. The one thing I would say that we didn't get to touch on much uh, PGA was stuck in these lawsuits, was going to be in it for two or three years, was going to spend millions of dollars, and probably lose, a lot of people think. So if they really believed that, then they may have had to come to the conclusion, rather than spend all that money and lose, let's go ahead and do the best deal we can. The way these players love their money and the way they're happy that their, their pockets are going to get filled, Jay Monahan, who's a villain one day, he'll end up being a hero. There is no way they're going to oust him. They're going to end up lauding him at the end of the day it's all about the money. That'll be the That's last word. Take a break. Buy or sell next.
one point. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. Messi to Miami. We've heard whispers for nearly a year, and now we're on the doorstep the greatest player of all time. There's a long and storied history of the greats coming to America, from Pelé to Beckenbauer to Cruyff to Valderrama, Beckham, Rooney, Ibrahimovic. A lot gets promised, a lot gets imagined, varying degrees of success. But now, Bill, what type of impact do you think Leo Messi might have in Miami and MLS? This would be huge, Tony, and I was here in LA when David Beckham came to the Galaxy. And for several years, people who didn't even understand soccer followed the Galaxy and watched the Galaxy because we're a star-centric sports landscape, and this guy's the biggest star on the planet. And it's going to be—it's going to be a ton of attention. It's going to be great. Tim Kalisha, you know, much of Beckham's appeal was away from the pitch, if you will. Messi is a far better player, and I think the way their Apple TV contract is structured, where foreign countries can watch these games, and they will have huge viewerships. Uh, in certain places to watch Messi. I think that will have a kind of a weird, intangible benefit to the... Uh... So then you would say this is a bigger impact, maybe the biggest that MLS yes, can have certainly. after so many yeah. great names in the past. Harry Lowell's Jr.? I think it's a big impact, not just for Miami, but for MLS as well. I think when you look at this team, it's a newer franchise, haven't gotten off to the best start. Leo Messi is a player that even if you don't follow soccer, you know who that is. And I think the hope here is not just that he helps them on the field, but this is a franchise that could have a similar impact 
like Atlanta United has had here, similar markets, similar demographics. This could be a big success story for them, and I think that could be the starting point. So for the club, this is enormous, and, and that's, I think, indisputable. Monica McNutt, your view of it. Well, global superstar for sure. Vegas has already taken notes. The odds were 500 to 1. Now they've jumped to 25 <laughs> to 1 for the MLS. This squad potentially to win a title. And you my ad, Vegas this MLS is Miami. <laughs> the magic of Miami, yeah. the Panthers, the Heat. Okay, Could okay. this uh, MLS club be up next behind Messi? Ooh. This has been long the move, though. Bring in the biggest name globally and then lift the game and the sport. Flash, you mentioned Beckham, and that was success for the Galaxy, of course, they won it all. The Galaxy won a championship. And, and there was enormous success, though, for Beckham. The money of the deal, and then how he turned it into this club of Miami. That may be the greatest success story of it all. We'll move on. Jacob deGrom, tears in his eyes, talking about being shut down for the season and heading for surgery. Year one of the $185 million deal with Texas. Team had no insurance on that deal as it would have been prohibitively expensive with DeGrom's history with injuries, Ken Rosenthal reported. Tim Callis, show this is your account. And I want your view of it from DeGrom's perspective, but first maybe the Rangers, first place team. Yeah, just taking the emotions out and looking at the team, the amazing part, DeGrom made six starts, and that's very good starts, but that's going to be it for the year. The Rangers have the second best starting ERA mm. behind the Rays. They have the best run differential in baseball at this point in a season since the 1939 Yankees. They have they have assembled a fantastic team without him doing much. That's what's Is this sustainable? About this Can this team be as good as they are now, knowing they don't have DeGrom maybe to look forward to? I think that hurts because there was an expectation that he would be back to kind of bolster the rotation. But Yvaldi and Heaney and Perez and Gray have been very good, so we'll and see. Last question. Any recourse? I mean, this $185 million wrapped up in a guy who hasn't had a full season in years, and the future is very bleak. It's a lot of money, and there's more years left, and they'll hope, hope to get more from him in 2020. Yeah, they'll hope to get more. Okay, yes. You can't get less, really. Harry Lyles Jr. Yeah, that, that emotion is tough to see. I mean, that's somebody that I think right now has a really firm grasp on how rare these opportunities are, right? I mean, he's 34 years old. He's going for a second surgery. And I think that he sees possibly his best opportunity at a World Series getting past him because of something that Tim said. This team is leading Major League Baseball in runs. Like, the second best team has 20 less than them. And for a player of his caliber to look at that and say, I want to be a part of that. I want to help with my great pitching. And he can't do that. I've, that can only feel bad you definitely feel for the emotions on this one obviously you saw his eyes puffy the tears in his eyes I think maybe you look towards some silver lining in his personal life that just added um, to their family he had another kid he'll get to be there and be present for that oh part, of but course I mean we, we understand that part of it I mean he from, from a baseball perspective Bill Plaschke the Rangers could have had some suspicion there was gonna be an injury problem with DeGrom going forward and now this yeah, I'm still stunned that you let Tim Kalisov talk about baseball for 20 minutes on here. I've never heard him speak that much about the Rangers ever. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think the Rangers are good enough to overcome this, but this shows the human emotion. It's really important that we realize these guys are human beings. I mean, if I was told I couldn't write for two years, I'd be crushed. And he's, that's what basically this guy's saying. Mm. So, you know, I'm Your glad you readers showed me so would what be crushed hard. That's true. No, no, they probably wouldn't be. Oh, come on. They'd be, they'd be happy. Nine-time 
sports columnist of the year, Bill Flash. Thank you, Bill, for... Well, I mean, you almost made it to double digits today. Tim Kalashaw also. Harry Lyles, Monica McDonough. Showdown in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Oklahoma, Florida State College World Series. The two-time defending champs who've won 51 straight versus a team playing for the title for the third time in five tournaments. Harry Lyles Jr., Monica McNutt, welcome to Showdown. Harry, does Florida State have a chance or is Oklahoma that dynamically, dynastically good? Tony, it's all about Oklahoma. The only other team to have a three-peat was UCLA from 88 to 90, and they had 25 home runs over that span, which is really good, except Oklahoma did that by March 3rd. Oklahoma's getting this done. (laughs) Monica? Mm, Clearly, UConn women's basketball is bad for women's college softball as well. When we talk about (laughs) dynasties, you see what I did there? But honestly, I'm kind of anti-dynasty. I give Florida State a chance. They've got strong pitching. They're good, too, even though Oklahoma's really good. Spice there for Monica McNutt. That'll get you the points. We'll move on. Luis Arise. Last year, the best hitter in the league. This year, he's Ted Williams. Currently at 401. We're 62 games into the season, 100 remaining. Monica, is it too soon to be talking about a 400 season or just about right? I think it's about right, Tony. I mean, you got to look at the standings on this stuff. The difference between one and two is as big as the gap between two and 66 when you talk about guys uh, making connection with the ball. Is that right? Arise is like out. Yeah, uh, he's ahead of the pack by a lot. Arlaus Jr.? Tony, it's absolutely the right time. Nobody's done it this deep into the season since Chipper Jones in 2008. The same way that, you know, sometimes baby names go away like Gertrude or Elmer or Earl or something like that. I didn't realize we were still making 400 hitters this deep into the season. Well, that's the fr- you're right. It is since Chipper Jones, you say. How much do you think uh, the lack of shift now has got us back to a place we could have this conversation? It's never too early for any conversation. That's my company line. Monica McNutt, 30 seconds of face time. 
Excuse me. Um, my buddy, James Jackson, who writes for The Athletic, has a terrific article out um, today talking about Udonis Haslam and the work that he's doing in Miami in the world of affordable housing. Yes, I know sometimes affordable housing can be idealistic, but you got to appreciate a guy that has been with the organization for 20 plus years, obviously is lauded and, and loved by the fan base, but also is trying to make a diligent and real impact in the community for folks of all different types of walks of lives. And we know how tricky housing can be in major mm. cities. So shout out to UD and James. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Monica. Well done. Thank you very well done with the shadow today, the eyeshadow matching the plasma. Thank you. The five o'clock shadow, as we say on this year's show. What? Hey, Monica, here? too early for a conversation about uh, the Aces going undefeated this season? I'm not ready to go uh, there. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Me. I've right. seen them. They will. Three and a half hour break. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.